We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We have four lines open. We've got Charlie, which I'm going to get to in about 30 seconds. And we have four other lines, 602-508-0960. We had seven calls last hour. We can do 10 an hour. So if you want to give us a call... We'll uh, talk to you about symptoms, so give me your make and model. Tell me, let's discuss the symptoms, what's going on, and stuff like that. So this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Autodynamics. It's Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. Chuck Nyday opened it in 1982. His son, Derek, is running it now. Derek's a tad better than Chuck is. Nevertheless, Derek is the kind of guy you'd want your daughter to bring home, and I'm telling you, he's got your interest in front of his own. They don't sell unnecessary parts or repair. So if you're looking for a great shop in Sun City area, I recommend you you visit Auto Dynamics on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Charlie, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you are. Thank you. See, I, uh, I've got a 95 Ford F-250 power stroke, and I had a fellow look at the brakes a few days ago, rear brakes, and he said they were okay, uh, but I needed rear axle seals. What are the symptoms that I should be looking for to to know about that? Well, first of all, if what he described to you is what you said, you're in really good shape. The rear axle seals are going to be on the back side of the drum, or actually the axle itself. So we're going to have to take the axle out and probably replace the seal. Now, when the axle seal gets really bad, it coats the backside of the... Do you have rotors in the back or drums in the back? They're drums. Okay. You you would have had oil all over there. You'd have had a line of oil on the wheel well, and you would have had to replace the rear shoes. So in your particular case, the fact that he said your shoes are fine, but you're leaking out of the rear axle seals, did he say one side or the other or both? Just looked at one side. Uh, okay. To determine that the the, uh, the shoes are okay. Okay, and this is a shop you've dealt with before, and you trust him. It's an individual guy, and I but I trust him. Okay, good, good. Well, you know the idea is is there's no labor savings to do the other side. There's no duplication of labor, so you can do one or both sides. But I'd certainly do the side he suggested. Sounds like a pretty straight arrow guy to me. Uh, I, I did check the level of the. the gear oil in the uh, differential and it uh-huh. wasn't down and I had not added any for probably over a year so if it had been leaking wouldn't it have dropped a little bit no not at all because I mean if it dropped a lot you'd have had oil everywhere yeah. so but I think he's thinking it's associated with those bearings 
it's not the barons. Yeah, or yeah, whatever he said. The seals. The, the seals. seals. Yeah. yeah. Seals. No, no, he'd have to. If he dropped down a half an inch, he'd have oil everywhere, everywhere. Okay. okay. So no, I, I don't. I don't think that's a good barometer. I don't think that's a good okay. thing to do. What he should have done though is is maybe take a picture of it and show you. You know, yeah. that would have been something good. Now, did he tell you how much brakes are left? I was standing there looking at the, the when he pulled it off, and it was pretty thick. Okay. It was over over a quarter of an inch thick. Well, if you were standing there when he pulled it off, why didn't he show you the axle seal right then? I thought he had to pull the axle to look at to do the seal. Okay. All right. Well, it 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 is true that we do have to pull the axle, but he saw something there that led him to believe the seal was leaking. Did he point that out to you? Well, the, the, my truck leaks a lot of oil out of the dipstick hole in the pan, a lot, okay. and I hadn't hadn't cleaned it off for quite a while, and there was a lot of oil everywhere. So I took well, it over to the spray and wash and cleaned it off as best I could. Okay, well, we just took a hard left turn here because you were standing next to him. And if you were standing next to him when he slid the drum off, then he should have showed you where this oil was at. And and if, I mean, if he came back later and said you got a seal, then the question is, I was looking over your shoulder. Why didn't you show me right then? But but to yeah. to, to, to to answer the question from... You know, I got a bunch of oil underneath the truck. There's a big difference between engine oil leaking and and gear oil leaking. I mean, the backing plate on your brake assembly would have been covered in oil. The drum would have been covered in oil. But that's from the dipstick. And then the guy crawls underneath it, and he looks, and the whole driver's side of the half of the truck is covered in oil. Well, we're done. So I don't know, but if I were you... Um, I'd keep an eye on it, keep an eye on the differential level anyway, but you don't have to do it right now because I don't think there's enough there's enough there to do it. So uh, that's that's my conclusion based on my, I'm looking at this situation through your eyes. And so I don't think that this is a death-defying thing that you have to deal with. And I also think that if that seal starts leaking back and covers those brake shoes, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to know it because you're going to lose 50% of your rear brakes. All righty? <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right. You're welcome, Charlie. You're welcome. That's something else, too. We should... We take... How many times do we tell a customer, come back here and look at this, and oh. they say no? Never that I know of. <laughs> and, and then a lot of them, they'll say, well, I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. We can show you. Right. I can show you a broken motor mount. I can show you a strut that's leaking. I can show you a seal that's leaking, especially if the customer's there. Mm-hmm. And don't we usually see, I mean, it's just caked in mud, too, because oh. the mud or the dirt has stuck to all the oil and the grease and all that stuff. Well, we got a seal, mm-hmm. and inside the seal, it's spinning. Right. And if, if Charlie's driving, he, well, if his wife's taking his truck out on the freeway and running 80 or 90, she's slinging some oil. Mm-hmm. So we're going to blame it on her. Oh, okay. So the idea is, is, yeah, there should be a lot more symptoms than what we have. Mm-hmm. But I, now I have to draw the line between his dipstick oil leak and now an, an, an axle oil leak. And mm-hmm. I need to know which side. And the dipstick, I think, is going to be on the driver's side. Mm-hmm. So that oil is going to come down the half, that the driver's side, half of that vehicle. Mm-hmm. So And he finds a differential full. On top of all of that, 
I'm going to pass. Okay. And so it, he, it doesn't have any symptoms, is that? Because he was asking you what the symptoms are for that. You're, oil you're on really, the ground, oil on the back of the assembly. Okay. And not necessarily any drop in oil okay. in, the, in the diff. Because it's like this. Pretend that the diff, the differential is a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, we're talking about to lower the level on the bathtub. You'd have to take a gallon or two out of the bathtub. Right. Okay. And the bathtub's going to be 50 gallons if it's filled up. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a couple of gallons to drop that level down. Okay. So I'm using that as an exaggerated thing. I was going to say, okay. I didn't know we had 50 gallons. In well, dip. no. <laughs> you know what? I, I came up with that this way. It's a 50. I look, I know what a 55 gallon drum looks like. Yes. So it's going to be shorter than a bathtub. Right. So I'm thinking if we dumped 50 gallons, and 55 gallons into the bathtub, we'd have it pretty full. Okay. You know what? We have I, another caller. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> I don't know that we do. I didn't oh. hear the gun. Oh, I don't know. Gil? Am I hearing things again? Gil? Oh, the lines oh. are open. Oh, okay. the lines are open. 602 Okay, we had a couple callers. I'm yes. I'm going to cover those guys up. Okay. And I'm going to mark off auto dynamics. Okay, the first caller said that he's going to go to some auctions here in town that are really big right now. And if he finds a five-year-old car with 50 miles on it and the plastic is still on the seat, what should he do? Well, the auction's not going to stop and let you take it to your shop for a used car checkover. So hopefully what you would do before it hits the auction driveway mm-hmm. is you talk, you walk around and find that car. Okay. And you say to the owner, tell me the history of the car. Now, if I was the owner of selling a car that's five years old with 50 miles on it, I would have a Carfax already there. Mm-hmm. Here's a Carfax I pulled up two days ago. It shows that when the thing was sold and it doesn't have a single thing after. I'm looking for wrecks. I'm looking for a car that was wrecked in 50 miles. I'm looking for new paint. I'm looking for body panels that don't match. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what this is. But I, all, it would, all I would want is a Carfax. And he can probably do that from his phone. Okay. So, he, or he can go over and rent a tomb, or, you know, he can take his iPad and figure it out. But that's all I would want. And I would want to talk to the owner to find out what's the story behind this. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad bought this. He put it in his garage. My, my mom shot him the next day. And he sat in the garage for five years. And I'm going to put it on the auction block. Something. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, we had another caller. And last week he called me and he said he was having a tough time seeing the oil level on the dipstick. Okay. Now, the dipstick has two sides, yes? Yes. Not always, though. But anyway, dipstick can be round. So sometimes okay. the, the dipstick's flat on both sides. So right. he has an ad and a full. He said that he painted the dipstick with flat black paint, and now he can see the level much better. Now, I'm hoping that the ad and the full mark is on both sides of the dipstick. Okay. He could paint one side, and then he could pivot the dipstick and see, oh, here's the line, and it's right there at the full, or it's between. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's what he said. Okay. Because it'd be foolish to paint the whole dipstick, because then he wouldn't know where the ad and the full mark was. Yeah, usually they have little divots in them, though, d- doesn't it? So, yeah. Or, I mean, it, isn't it kind of like stamped in there? Yes, but okay. you could fill that with paint. That's if you're a bad painter like you. No, <laughs> no, no. If you were to go, tss, 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 you could you could. I would say it's more likely than not that we cover up that that slash. Okay. Now let me ask you something, Mrs. Smarty Pants. <laughs> What's what is it when the oil's between the ad and the full mark? How low is it? I don't a quart at the most. A quart. Well, is it a you, quart? Wait, no, stop. 
Okay. You don't add oil till it's the at the ad mark, and that's about a quart loaf. That is a quart loaf. Okay. Okay. So if it's at the middle, then it's a half, half quart a loaf. Half a quart loaf, maybe. I'm just testing you. Just okay. testing you. You've been around the car guy a while, and your memory's a little better <laughs> than mine. But yes, it's it, you don't add any oil till it gets to the ad mark or below the ad mark. Right. People add a quart of oil when it's halfway through, and they just overfilled their car. Yeah, so, and that was like that gentleman that had the blazer it was a 2002 blazer and he said he had mobile one in it which is a synthetic oil i believe and he was changing it every four thousand miles and i was thinking wow that's way too often to change the oil yeah and 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 that 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 was right i i i think i even wrote down that he he used mobile just to talk about that later but you're exactly right you're putting a real and i'm assuming it's a mobile one and it's a it's a synthetic yeah um you're putting a premium oil in your car and you're only using it for a third of its life, right? Or even less than that, twenty-five mm-hmm. percent of its life. So, folks, real quick, there are three kinds of engine oils out there. There is a conventional oil, which your mother and father grew up on. A conventional oil that starts way back in the '40s and '50s, and it was then finally categorized in probably the '60s or the '70s. So that's a conventional oil. It's just the normal oil that we've had for. It's a little thicker. No, it's the viscosity changes. Okay. So a 10 flows like a 10 weight when it's cold and like a 30 weight when it's hot. So it's not a viscosity issue at all. It's viscosity is the ability to flow. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't it's, flow as much. It, it flows, a 1030 flows like a 10 weight when it's cold okay. and flows like a 30 weight when it's hot. So it, the mental picture is at, at, at cold, at 10 weight, mm-hmm. it should be like sewing machine oil, so to speak. But right. it doesn't do that. But And a, and a, a 30 weight on the other side is, is halfway to peanut butter. Right. Okay, so that's what. Can I go on with the story? No, because okay. you always say when something's leaking, you put a, a conventional oil in it so it doesn't leak so much. I tell them to use a single weight, a thirty weight or a forty weight, where it flows like a thirty weight all the time. We're oh. gonna we're gonna make the oil a little bit thicker to slow down the oil leak. Gotcha. Now do you know where I was at? You just finished with conventional oil. All right, conventional. Then semi-synthetic or blended oils, fifty-fifty or seventy-thirty or eighty-twenty. They won't tell you how much synthetic is in it, how much conventional is in it. They won't tell you. But a semi-synthetic or a blended oil is in the middle. And the synthetics is the top dog, the big dog, and Mobile One's been around since we were in the gas station business in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So the idea is you've got three different ones. The difference between the two of them is there's two. Price, big price. Mm-hmm. And then this oil change interval. Conventional is three to 5,000 miles. Semi-synthetic, a blend, is five to 7,500. And then a synthetic is 7,500 or 8,000 all the way to 12. And I don't know if I buy mobile ones, you know, 20,000 miles. I think that's, I'm not comfortable with that. But the synthetics go from 7,500 north, and I think I'm at ten or 12,000 miles on my, on my truck. Yes. So we usually move people up to the ten to 12,000 mile mark, but that's usually one oil change a year. That's perfectly acceptable. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference. Price and the oil change interval, 602-508-0960, We'll be back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. 
We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? I'm Terry Gilberg. Each day I write and deliver Terry's take on the topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day, now airing every morning at 7.04 a.m. and every evening at 6.04 p.m. My content is rich, researched, and reasoned. Get a fresh take every day on air. Get past takes every day online, 7.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. And now over 100 archive takes at 960 The Patriot. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and you're welcome to join us. We have three lines open. We've got two taken, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I have a list of the best car repair shops in Phoenix. It's available on my website, MarkSalem.com. All of them are different for different reasons, but they're all honest and dependable guys, and they've been in business a long time. Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa is a little different for this reason. They've been around since 1970. And both Brian and Thelma, their mothers and fathers, went back in car repair even deeper than that. But they're the only shop in Mesa that has applied and made the made the mark. Is mm-hmm. that right? Sure. There, There is a, a level of criteria that we insist on, and some people don't have insurance, some people haven't been in business five years, some people have terrible reviews, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to Thompson's, He's special because he's the only one in Mesa I could find. They're ASC certified technicians. They're really good. Brian and Thelma, you only have to meet one or the other to understand why Mark Salem likes Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. That's in Mesa. He's on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Main Street, just east of Stapley. And Glenn, how can I help you? Archie and Edith, good morning. Yes. Archie and Edith, that's Mm -hmm. good. How about Snow White and Jack the Ripper? (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, okay. All righty. I'll take it either way. Mm-hmm. Look, and I wanted to uh, suggest to you don't back out of that snowmobile opportunity. Oh, you know, you I'm excited it. to do that. You do what? 
I'm excited. I, I want to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. it. It's it's like it's like uh, riding a jet ski, a quad, a motorcycle, all wrapped into one, except for it's cold out. Okay, I can live with that. But here's my question: How do you stop? Just let off the gas. I think I think the modern ones have brakes. It's been okay. a while since I've done it. Okay, and the reason I ask you is on a jet ski, you let go of the throttle, that baby's still <laughs> flying through the air. And you can't put it in reverse because if you tap the throttle, it throws you over the handlebars. So I think jet skis take a little bit more whatever. But he's talking about going through, you know, the mountains and the forest and going to trails, and we're going to go from, from um, uh, what do they call that, cantina to cantina. Oh, boy. Yeah. And that's going to be a problem that's for them other guys because Mark doesn't drink. I'm a one beer guy. That's it. So yeah. no, that that's what we did in Wisconsin, go bar to bar. But uh, the food is always very. It, it just tastes better after you've come in out of the cold. Okay. And okay. Uh, your, your your iced tea will taste better too. Now let me ask you a question. Where are you from again? Uh, yeah, Wisconsin, the Milwaukee area. Wisconsin. You can always hear them. Can uh, Can you tell the difference between a, somebody from Minnesota and Wisconsin by their dialect, Glenn? I really can't. Okay. I can't either. We've got friends in both places, and actually I have friends in both places, but um, I, I, can't, I can't tell they both have a Minnesota and, mm-hmm. and Wisconsin. So that's okay. I'm not making fun of you because us Arizona no, people, we talk no, like cowboys. I've, I've been here over 30 years, and apparently I haven't lost it. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. That kind of... You know, for me, mm-hmm. for a customer, a new customer walk in and it's got them in the store there, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a different kind of customer. Yeah. Usually they come from a small town. Usually they've been around a long time. Usually they're just um, a different kind, not mm-hmm. better, but a different kind of customer. So that's, anyway, Glenn, did you have a car question or did you just want to tease me about yeah, that? Yeah, no, I wanted to uh, just tell you something, uh, my experience with uh, full synthetic oil. I, I used it for the first time in my truck. And I'm approaching 10,000 miles, and what's amazing to me is how it's still just a nice, happy caramel color compared Bingo. to the old stuff that would be black at 4,000. Bingo. Um, the, the blackness is where the oil goes through and picks up pieces of dirt and carbon and takes it through the filter. Mm-hmm. Synthetic has a little bit more detergent, and mm-hmm. it, it's also going to let some of that dirt settle at night all the way to the bottom of the pants, so it's going to stay a tad fresher than the rest of them. But I've always said the co- the color of oil doesn't really mean anything, I'm, unless it's white, and then that oh, means you have a coolant leak. Yeah. So anyway, well, good for you, Glenn. Thank you very much for calling, and thank you for telling me that at least my snow ride should have brakes. Yeah. That's important <laughs> to me. All righty, Ed, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Hi. I have a I have a 2003 Saab, and it's the brakes are the, feels like the brakes are sticking. Okay. And I I've, I've looked and I don't see any obvious vacuum leaks. But when you go down the road, um, the pedal is a little high and hard, and then when you hit the brakes, it they seem to have a they don't let off right away. You can feel okay. them kind of sticking a little bit when you. When okay. you let off the pedal, we have two different issues. You got to fix the hard pedal first, because you okay. don't, because it's entirely possible the hard pedal will fix the the and and they're they're not releasing as quickly as they used to. So right. the the hard pedal it's it's not a vacuum issue. It's well, it could be a vacuum issue. And what you want to do is is you know there's a big hose from the engine to the big booster. Yes. Okay, so what you're going to want to do is is park the car and go out there an hour later 
and just pop that hose off and you should hear a vacuum release okay can you do that no okay and and so if you get a vacuum leak then at least it's holding vacuum could still be bad but it's holding vacuum is there ever a time where the pedal goes back to power brakes and doesn't seem to be hard well it's not like the it's not like the power brakes don't work like it's like if i had no vacuum at all it's more like the pedal is just raised up a little bit okay the brakes work fine this is you're, you're, you're pointing me, all your symptoms are pointing me to a master cylinder, but I've never seen what you're talking about with a master cylinder, okay? Right. I mean, you're you're kind of talking, and you and I don't know if you want me to purposely focus on a master cylinder, but um, I'm not, I'm not going to jump there. I, I don't, what you're describing is far more um, a, a booster, at least the hard pedal and higher. Those two uh-huh. are a far more of a booster, but you know you can go take it someplace, and uh, for a couple hundred dollars, we can put uh, take the pads out and put some load sensors in there, and you apply the brake, and whatever you got in the front should be twice the rear, and blah blah blah. And by the time I'm done, I got two or three hours in your car, and I'm telling you, you got good split between the fronts and the back, and I tell you, you got good pressure and good volume, and we're no closer than where we are. So if I were the technician working on the car, I'd be checking that booster. I'd be making sure that it had a diaphragm and it was holding vacuum. I'd also get underneath the car when it's running and shut all the doors and cram my fat body underneath that driver's side, and I'd be applying that brake and listening, seeing if I heard a or any kind of a noise from the booster. So how many miles are on it? 170,000. Okay. Well, that, that's what I would do. Do you have a sob shop? Um, no. Okay. Uh, I've done a lot of the maintenance myself. All righty. All right. Well, there is a Saab shop. Uh, David Enrique, he sold, though. Mm-hmm. What was IMM Auto. Auto. Now, the reason he's not on my list anymore is David sold to his number one guy, but the, the, the number one guy, any new owner, has to have five years of experience. So he's not there. Right. To be on our list. To yeah. be on our list. But that doesn't mean that he's a bad shop. So IMM Auto is my go-to Saab guy. And so okay. you you might keep that in mind because they know Saabs and their parts department is filled with Saab and Alfa Romeo and all those weird cars that I, I prefer not to work on. So, all righty, we're going to take off and we're going to come back 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
Looking for ways to save with your Medicare plan? Walgreens is a preferred network pharmacy with many plans nationwide, which could mean lower co-pays for you. So bring your prescriptions to a Walgreens pharmacy today to start saving. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Walgreens participates as a preferred network pharmacy with United Healthcare, Cigna HealthSpring, and Express Scripts Medicare. For a complete list of available plans, please contact 1-800-MEDICARE. TTY users should call 1-877-486-2048. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, or consult www.medicare.gov. Other pharmacies are available on our network. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. It appears that the economy is slowing down and that markets are signaling even further weakening. I've been an economic optimist since the Trump election, especially when he made broad-based tax cuts a priority. But I did warn that the effects of the tax cuts would be short-term unless he continued to push in a pro-growth direction. But after the tax cuts, the president instead pivoted towards increasing taxes on international trade. Make no mistake, tariffs are taxes. And as such, they choke off growth. And that's exactly what has been happening. Economic growth has gone from a sizzling summer of over 4% to an average fall at under 3.5%. And the winter looks like it might be cooling down to under 3%. If, in the president's language, we want to make America great again, and we really want to beat China, growth is the way to do it. I'm Jerry Boyer. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Welcome back, everybody. 33 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee Salem. Her whole job is is to make me, my life, miserable and Gil's life miserable. Gil is the one that runs the show. He's the engineer. He's the train engineer. Renee is actually in the caboose. I'm just next to him. And this is what Renee did during the break. With yeah. her microphone, blew his ears out. Now he can't hear. He's probably going to go on disability because you don't know enough not to throw your headphones. Uh, and then you pick them up and start rubbing your mic. I did that on purpose. <sighs> yeah, I know. So. Poor Gil. And he's probably going to have a workman's compensation claim just because of you. Yeah. Speaking of good shops, <laughs> Kurt's Auto Repair is up on I-17 in Bell. He's in the northeast corner. I've known Kurt for a long time. And there was a lot of times I've called my shops and said, I need some help. Somebody is close to you. And like all the rest of them, Kurtz does a great job in just slaying that monster. So if I can get the symptoms and the information out of you, I can pass that on to Kurt and say, they're going to call. And and then from a professional point of view, I'm usually going to pick out what you're saying that's important to us and the fact that your mother used to own the car and she lived in Iowa and all that kind of stuff, that doesn't mean anything. Nevertheless, Kurtz is a great guy. And Eric and Jeff and, and Kurt are three master technicians, and they're really good at what they do. And 
not necessarily Jeff and Eric mind Kurt, but they're related to him, son-in-law and son and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they're Henri, and I like that. So with Kurt's Auto Repair, let's go to the phones, and, and who have we got? First, we got Terry. Terry, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Um, I uh, I talked to you a little while ago about my my 2008 GMC Sierra pickup. Yeah. About the transmission, yeah. and I came out, and now it, I can't get it and gear it at all. Okay. Did is you there, check the fluid? You know, I did not. Okay, that's where we have to start. Wow. Okay, and 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 wow. if I fixed it, you better make a big donation to the plate Man. next time it passes I, you a big one. Would, would that would that keep it from going into gear? We we can't talk about that, Terry, because you need to f- check it first, and you need to fill it up to the full mark. You need to pull the stick. You need to look at the stick. It's going to tell you exactly what it wants. It's going to tell yeah. you idling in park or or yeah. in drive, and it's going to tell you exactly what it wants. Engine off, engine on, idling in park, whatever. You need to stick it a couple of times and look at it. Now, you're going to have right. to add it till it gets up between the hash marks. Then if you go out and drive it, then all the problems are solved, and you you have third gear again, and you it moves when you ask it to move, then we're done. You just got to go figure out where that fluid went. But he said it won't move at all. He went from no third gear to he won't move at all. Fluid. The, that car is yelling, fluid! Oh, boy. That that's was, what it's well, yelling. I'll, I'll uh, take a peek. Okay. that That's going to fix it anyway. That's okay. going to fix right. it anyway. All right. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Tom, good morning to you. How's your ears? Mine are uh, Good morning. I hear you just fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Man, that's bad. Are you are you fading away? No, I'm fine. Renee no, is, I'm but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she she needs to back away from her microphone. How's that? <laughs> I'm going to turn her down. I'm going to turn her down just a little bit. You know, I'm going to turn no, her no. off. That's even better. Yes. Okay, so I'm I have ready. A original, original owner, 2004 Ford Expedition, 90,000 miles, and we're having problems with this um, height adjustment for the brake pedal and accelerator. Okay. My my wife is about four foot ten, four eleven. I'm six feet, so we used it a lot. Okay. We broke once before, so many years ago, and it was replaced by what was then uh, a five star Ford. <clears throat> now, of course, it's Chapman. Okay. And so I'm going back again with this situation, and they're telling me the parts no longer available. Okay. And I did a little looking into it, and I discovered that the failure mechanism is a there's a, a, a drive gear. It's part of the assembly. There's a worm gear that's um, steel, and then it has a nylon gear pressed onto it. And the nylon gear breaks, gets a crack in it, okay. and then it'll turn one one revolution until it hits that crack, and then it stops. So okay. I'm looking for some way to resolve this other than... Uh, I don't know what to say. <clears throat> but Well, you're rolling the dice here because there's a whole lot of us gray-haired guys that could accomplish your goal. But okay. you're going to take the, you're going to drop the steering column down, you're going to disable this entire mechanism. Then you're going to okay. go and put it on your bench and take it apart and what happens when you're wrong? Uh good point. Yeah, and 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 what my fear is is that if you're wrong, you're really going to be in I mean you just pay twice for the repair. So okay. I think it would be a good idea to just take it in 
and say to them, I've lost the ability to adjust my pedals and I would like you to diagnose it and call me with an estimate. Now, there's a lot of expeditions out there. The question would be is, is we're going to go and we're going to look at the part number and then we're going to look okay. in other books to determine that, oh, guess what? That 04 shares a this same module, this same gearbox for six mm-hmm. years. So now all of a sudden we've got this six-year spread. And now we call a couple of wrecking yards. And maybe you, if you want to take it apart, you get the old one and the new one, the one that works, and put it down. Yeah. Now, there's going to be just two wires. We're just going to reverse the polarity. We're going to go positive, top, negative, and that makes the pedals go in, and then we're going to reverse the polarity and make them come out. So it's not going to be really difficult. It's something that we can put on the on the workbench, and, and we can exercise that, that guy. What part of town do you oh, live I in? Oh, I Up in Carefree. Okay. Um, I don't have anything in Carefree, although I would love to have something in Carefree. I've got 40th Street and Gren- Greenway, Tom Blackwell. Um, I've got Kurtz, over on, Kurtz and Action, both, over on the I-17 in Bell and Deer Valley. And that's kind of the area that, you know, I'm, I'm, I can offer you. I-17 is way west, and then, of course, 40th Street in Glendale is Greenway. a Greenway is a tad off of your Scottsdale Road carefree area. But that's as Yeah, I think I 40th and Greenway sounds more okay. appealing well, to me. I'll do his commercial right now. Tom Blackwell owns 40th and Greenway. Um, he's as ornery as a wild cat with a bad foot. Well, that's like my mom, no problem. Oh, but Polly is his wife, and Christy is his right hand, and those two know exactly where he doesn't like the stun gun they carry. But he's also one of the old guys that's not going to be afraid of this. So you're going to have to say, go for it. And he's going to say, take it out and put it in as this much money. And then okay. we'll go from there. So if I have to take it apart and I find your gear is broken and I can glue it or pin it back together, then that's uh-huh. extra. So I and okay. then tell him tell him, Mark Salem says you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this, but you are the closest shop to me. And that's waving that's right. the red flag in front of the bull and um, and then we'll see how he does. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, my, my friend who drives Ford pickups and so on. He just looked at me and said, "That's a first world problem. You you need to just relax." <laughs> well, no, I was going to tell you who cares, but then you answered my question. Your wife is four foot. You're six. That's yeah, yeah. that. And now the seat only moves so far, so exactly, you can't expect yeah. your wife to go up there and put her chest against the steering wheel so she can reach the pedals. Because when that airbag goes off, it's going to send no, no. her to Wilcox. Yeah, yeah. So, that's the reason we have the 2004 now. The 99 got uh, smashed by a Toyota Tundra. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't brag about that because the expedition is like three times the weight of the Tundra. So don't. The Tundra do that. was on top of the of the Ford when it was all over. <laughs> okay, okay. And besides, expeditions outweigh just about 90% of the cars out there. But nevertheless, I'll leave that alone. Thank you very much. We're going to take a break. 42 minutes after the hour, 602-508-0960. And all five lines are open. And so I can count that you'll call in because the end of the show is 20 minutes away. 
Listen to America's 401k show every Saturday at 9 p.m. here on 960 The Patriot. Presented by Estate Preservation Advisors. Scott Bird, founder and president of Estate Preservation Advisors, is a certified senior advisor and a graduate of Tufts University in Economics. Scott has been an annuity and life specialist assisting retirees for over 15 years. Let Scott help you plan for your future. Call today, 480-385-2800-480-385-2800. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribusunum, and God We Trust at Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you. And we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Okay, welcome back, everybody. And, uh, you know, I messed up on the thing here. I just should have probably done something a little bit different. But you've been bugging me during the breaks, and so it's kind of made me mad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we'll push a couple buttons and make everything work again. Now, you were yelling at me about me yelling about fluid, and Gil just said that was great. 
So uh, he's been in radio a lot longer than you That have. was an obnoxious noise. Yeah. And listen, folks, if you want to vote on this, I'm going to tell you how I got Jack the Ripper name and how she got Snow White the name. So if you want to vote, just call in, tell Gil, no, I don't want to hear it. Yes, I want to hear it. <laughs> and that's the easy way out. Al, good morning to you. How can I help you? I just called in with his adjustable Ford pedals. I've been down that road. Okay. My, uh, my wife has a 2001 Ford F-150, and she's, like his wife, a little short squirt. Okay. So it, she needs those pedals up about as high as they can go. So um, I had to replace that assembly, and it, it comes in pieces. You don't have to get the whole assembly. Okay, okay. And, it, and it's one of Ford's better ideas. It comes with a bunch of plastic gears. So here's what happens. People adjust the pedals with their foot on the pedal. Okay. And what have you, it overloads or stresses the mechanism. And it and well the the plastic gears can't handle that extra load. That's correct. Yeah. 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 So I got a replacement out of a Lincoln Navigator. Bingo. Bingo. That's see? I've been vindicated by Al, and yeah, he's talking about a Lincoln know. Navigators. That's the sister to the uh, to product. the expedition. Yeah. Right, right. So now, did you do that yourself? Take it apart, replace well, the. That's a yes and no. I had I went to junkyard after junkyard, three or four of them. Okay. Found a couple of them. You have to be careful because a lot of them are are broken but never get used. Right. The one I found out of a Navigator, I believe, was from somebody who drove the vehicle and never used the adjustment. Okay. A okay. single driver. But uh, I, I went to three or four junkyards. The junkyard pulled it out for me. Okay. I gave the kid 10 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I took it to my repair shop and they installed it. Thunderbird okay. Auto, by the way. Okay. Okay. Now, you know that Thunderbird sold, so Tom is retired. The guy that is t- has taken his place doesn't have the five years' experience, but I, I understand He's a swell guy, and Tom likes the heck out of him. So while I can't offer you the benefits of him being on our best shops, I can tell you that Tom thinks the world of him. So Well, I, I'm thinking there's a misunderstanding there because I had work done by them two weeks ago, and they said they hadn't sold the shop. Uh, I think the end of this month. Wait a minute. Let me ask you, is it, the, is it the Thunderbird on the west side, west of Grand, or close to Grand? Well, the one on west of Grand, close to Grand, has been gone for a long time, as I understand it. It's at Reams Road and Grand. Right. But, I thought I thought the, he sold that one, too, but I've been wrong before. I think but, it's just done at the end of this month. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm going to okay. default to what the shop is telling you. I'm just telling you, if you were my buddy and I didn't hate you, I would tell you, <laughs> keep going to Thunderbird until they do yeah, something. Uh, well, I'll like. talk to him. I have occasion to go in next week. Okay. All righty, Al. Um, I appreciate back, it. Back to the pedal. Just quick, okay. just quick like. There is an alternative to purchasing that. Okay. Ford has a an antique, they call it antique vehicle facility or distribution center back in the Midwest in Michigan where they keep a lot of this stuff. Okay. It's very expensive. Okay. He's talking three, four, five hundred dollars potentially. All right. Well, if I had one of those gear sets or a whole bunch of those gear sets, then they'd be pretty expensive if they're an obsolete number. But I agree with what you said. I'm just going to change it slightly. Okay. We get this, the factory part number and then Google that. Okay. And we're also going to look at application, and the number should follow the application. So at that particular point, I can't tell you. My guys found a Stromberg carburetor kit for a 43 fire truck the other day. <laughs> 
Okay. They also okay. found a carb spacer that we all bet they wouldn't find. So, eh, you know, if you're good, pretty good on the Internet, then you're as yeah, good that, as my guys that are. Yeah, stuff's out there, but you've got to go looking yeah. for it. But in no. this particular case, you've got to be sure the one that you get, if it's out of a wreck, ha- hasn't been broken itself. So. Well, and that's easy enough if you take a battery along with you and a test light and a couple of jumper leads. You can run the motor yourself. Well, so. uh, I found it easier. The part that breaks, you do it with an electric drill. Okay, no, that's fine. That, I mean, you're driving the the uh, the drive the flexible drive shaft, right? Right. Okay, and and I knew that too. And that's something else. It could be bad. It could be that that's wadded up as well. So yes. anyway, I got to run out. Thank All you right. very much. Thank you very much. And uh, you know, it's good to have. He's an old grizzly guy. Yeah. And he understands that. And I wasn't going to say anything about. You don't know what a spinometer cable looks like. It's round, but it's got square ends on it. Yeah. It's like somebody hammered the ends. I don't. Yeah, I've seen one before. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell him why you're Snow White, and I'm Jack the Ripper here <laughs> no. in just a minute. No, no, yeah. What's that? We've had uh, like four people who want to hear the story. Oh, oh. Jiminy. Okay. I'm going to do it kind of at the end of the show because she's going to get really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be leaving in a minute here, so I don't have to hear this story again. It there is a good reason why we're we're and this is named I mean these names have followed us. We've been married a very long time. Yes. I mean I've been married to you for a very long time. I don't know if you want to count that or not. But the idea is is we've been we I mean we, we got married right out of high school. Pretty much. Pretty much. What year. do you mean pretty much? A year after high school. No, that a year after I got to high school, you were a year behind me. No, it, I graduated it? in 73, and we got married in 74, so oh. it was a year. Oh, it wasn't either. We got married in February. Uh, there we go, folks. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to argue on the air. Okay, we aren't? No. Nope. That's because you're always right, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am right. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it, it it's not that kind of a mechanism isn't that bad. I would have told him, so what? Or we could move it to a position that made him happy, but he's six foot, she's four foot, and we ain't going to do that. No. So, But uh, finding the obsolete parts isn't that bad and you might find somebody that says i went to a bunch of wrecking yards and found a bunch of these gears and i have them the problem is if he wants a hundred dollars for the gear forget it i'll take it apart first Mm -hmm. but if he wants 10 or 15 or 20 dollars send it right because i'll take the risk the the risks associated with that it's not that much money exactly but al did exactly what we talked about i need to talk about blackwell automotive i've known tom blackwell since jesus was a baby I've known him for a long time. He is an extraordinarily good fabricator. There's times he makes things that he shouldn't be making, but he does a good job. He also works on hot rods. People bring in their hot rods and 400 pieces, and he puts them together. And that's not an easy job. But as far as all the other cars, he's that kind of guy that you, you can wave the red flag in front of, and he'll spend the rest of his life fixing your car and bill you for two hours. But he's that kind of a bulldog. He just grabs a hold of it things and makes it so he's an independent owned facility he has ASC certified technicians he does everything from oil changes to engine swaps both domestic and foreign Polly and Christy are the two ladies that run roughshod on Tom and when Tom and I get together inevitably one or both of us has a wife that won't talk to us for a long time (laughs) And, and, and we went to dinner the other night yes and uh and you, you're rolling your eyes, and so is Polly. Mm-hmm. And we're having a great time. Because you two are just alike. We are. We are. Mm-hmm. We are different brothers. Different brothers. No, brothers of different mothers. Yes. Yeah, we're brothers of different mothers. Okay. I'm just trying to kill time so I can tell the story. 
free <laughs> and have you not use bad words and whatever. But I also want to tell you that my my website, our website, MarkSalem.com, has lots of information in the FAQs. You see, I've been doing radio since 1988, and we've kept track of a lot of the, the common uh, areas that we touch in. No start, no run, dies in flight, blah, blah, blah. And so those those kinds of calls have created our FAQs. Mm-hmm. And so our FAQs, you know, they talk about probably 30 or 40 percent of what we talk about on the radio. Oh, sure. And that, that's already answered in the FAQs. Mm-hmm. And you can look at my picture. You can look at my wife's picture. You can look at the kids' pictures. You can look at the shop because we have all that fancy stuff in on our website that mm-hmm. everybody else has. If you want to follow me on Facebook, I, I am allowed to be on Facebook. Sometimes I'm a little ornery on Facebook, but I stick to car stuff. Why are you rolling your eyes on that? <laughs> <laughs> I stick to car stuff. So Mark Salem on on whatever Facebook, that's all I do. I don't do Instagram or anything like that. Okay. But I'll tell you something else. Andy, our daughter, mm-hmm. she does it in Instagram, doesn't she? And right. I think she's under Salem Boys. Salem okay. Boys Auto, yeah. If you go to Salem Boys Auto, here's what we've got our guys doing. This is kind of cool, and I'm really proud of them. Mm-hmm. They take a bad motor mount out of your car. They are obligated to take the shop's phone and take a picture of the old one and the new one next to one another. So we have that ability because we got the old one in on our bench and the new one on our bench. Mm-hmm. So we have asked our staff, and I don't know how many are out there, 150, I don't know. But we've asked our staff to go get the, the shop phone and take those pictures, and we've asked them to take them from different venues, different angles, 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock, so that Andy can figure out. But if you go to Instagram and Salem Boys Auto, We've got just about everything there. What are you right. laughing at? Who said so- who <laughs> no, said something? I was just looking at something. Mandy sent me on Instagram, oh. but it's okay. Go ahead. What did she send? Send you? Nothing. You can't? No, okay. I can't say it on there. All right. Here's it is. Snow White and Jack the Ripper. This is my side of the story, and it's not hers. In our family, we have specific duties, and my duty is to say no, and her duty is to say yes. And, or ask your father. Or ask your father. So I'm going to give you a stupid example that I've used for uh, 40 years. And, <laughs> and she's just taken off her headset and she's walking out of the studio. You probably best not hear this. Okay. So when the girls, and, and we have two girls and a boy, and when the girls were younger, and I'm being joking here, okay, don't get mad at me, the girls would say, hey mom, we want to go to the football game, and then after the football game, we want to go to a big boondocker, and then we want to smoke weed and get really, really drunk, and then we want to drive home, and Renee would say, go ask your father, (laughs) because Renee doesn't know how to say no except to me. I've turned your mic off. You can't come back in the studio. So, and my, I've always been the no guy. So we have we have developed these two personalities, where the kids know if you want a yes, you go to mom, but you don't want to come and ask me a question that there's even a possibility I'm going to say no. So the whole idea is is that so somebody coined the Jack the Ripper Snow White, and and really and truly anybody that knows my wife Renee knows that she is the epitome of Snow White. She hasn't said a bad word in her life. She doesn't say anything bad about anybody else. She's a very kind, nice person, except to me. But me, I call it the way it is, and there is very little filter between my ears and my mouth, and and, and, and I'm sorry. 
that's but I'm sure there's husbands out there that are laughing and I'm sure there's wives out there that are like me that have no filter between their ears and their mouth that's just the way God put us together and um and I'm living I'm living with that that sinful personality um and for a long time but it's worked really well the kids are grown now but when at the bottom of the at the bottom of the hour or at the end of the day they're still really great kids and that's because their dad said no so nevertheless if you want to email me a question mark at marksalem.com mark at marksalem.com